Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Moving to Orlando show. Coming to you from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined in the studio this week by my good friends, co-owner and realtor with movingtoorlando.com, Mr. Sean Falk. Hey, everyone. Realtor Ruben Cologne. Hi there. And our producer, Mr. Craig Williams. Oh, hi, hi. And uh, just before we get started, a reminder, if you are interested in moving to the Central Florida area, uh, please reach out to us. You can head to our website, movingtoorlando.com, fill out the contact form, or you can give us a call toll-free in the United States, 855-650-MOVE. That's 855-650. Right? Am I getting that right? Yeah. Yeah, I am. 650-6683. So this week we are going to talk to Ruben on his new build update, something we do once a month uh, because he is our new build guru. Right? Uh, Right, Ruben? Aren't you? (laughs) I'll take that title, uh, I guess. You sell a lot of new builds. Yeah, I do. And it's, you know, I mean, people like new news. Great. Um, but, um, one of the things, one of the biggest uh, complaints when it comes to new builds is just the time it takes to build the home. Um, obviously, you know, if you do a to be built from start to end, you're looking at potentially anywhere between nine to 12 months, even in some communities, um, especially right now. Um, so there's usually a really long wait if you're wanting to do complete from scratch. Now it's great. You can pick out what you want. But, you know, some people, they want to move in a little bit closer. They want to maybe get in a couple months or, you know, at least six months at the latest. Um, so today I wanted us to focus on, you know, talking about a different option with new builds you have. And it's called uh, Spec Homes, Inventory Homes. Basically, it's new build homes where they have taken the structural upgrades. They have submitted all that in the floor plan to, uh, to the county for permitting. And then you can actually go and you can purchase those homes and, you know, you are still able to move in a lot quicker because you're skipping like three to four months of permitting right off the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the flip side is you don't get to select everything. Um, some communities, um, Dream Finders is one that I've known to do it a couple times, as long as it's not too far along. You might still be able to switch the design choices. Uh, but in most cases, even the design upgrades are usually selected. Okay, so a spec home has not been built yet, but it all of the features and upgrades and everything is already decided. They've already had it permitted. So what you're purchasing then is this home that you really don't have a lot of choices with. Yeah, and like I said before, um, you know, in some cases, uh, I, like I said, Dream Finders have done it. I've known a couple other builders have done it as well where they've only selected the structural upgrades. Um, so you still, as long as it's not too far along, you still have time to kind of select the design options. Um, but your cabinets and your fixtures and things like exactly, that. Exactly, like the colors inside the home of the flooring, what whatever flooring you want, the cabinet, stuff like that, countertops, all the fun and exciting stuff, which I think is what truly matters, honestly. True. Structural upgrades, you're talking about maybe like tray ceilings, stuff like that. Um, you know, you won't be able to change the elevation of course you won't be able to change the color scheme on the outside of the home that's all submitted already that's already selected but at the very least some of them again depending how far along it is you can still change the design options um it just depends you know on the builder in most cases um and even with the um even with the ones that have selected the design choices it's usually 
pretty neutral colors. So it's what is poplar for the most part. So you'll notice a lot of the time it'll be like maybe like a gray flooring uh, for the tile or hard flooring. Um, a lot of the times they use the wood uh, the wood plank tiles um, mm-hmm. for the spec homes, inventory homes. Um, and then the countertops and cabinets are usually, again, it's like a white countertop most of the time. Um, you know, sometimes they'll switch that up or it could be, um, I don't know the official name for it, but it's like white, but it has like all those spots on it. Uh, I, I, are, you, are, you talking, are you talking about quartz? Well, it's quartz, but it has oh. a, it's a specific design that they use a lot. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it has. Um, th- th- so there are quartz and granite as well, but mostly with quartz, um, you're gonna have more like spots around mm-hmm. it. Um, whereas like granite, you're gonna have veins, which are like the really long stripes of stuff. Right. So, yeah. And so, I mean, that stuff is kind of what they usually go for. And then the cabinets are usually either white or gray in most cases. Every now and then you'll see a speckle pop up where they'll have the brown cabinets. Um, I'm not a fan of the brown, but the gray and the whites are usually a little bit more popular. But um, those are just a couple things to expect whenever you go for a spec home that's already selected the design options. Mm. And you can't change those. You can't. They already selected it. Um, Again, it depends on how far along they are uh, and depends on the builder. Um, There are a lot of communities like uh, I'll talk about Taylor Morrison, Canyons at Highland Range. (laughs) Um, so they just recently switched over to where it's all inventory homes only now, all spec homes only now. They're not doing to be built over there anymore. And it's mainly because we're hitting that. I know um, in the Diz, you guys call it the wave. I guess we kind of get the wave of, you know, with. Um, all right. So what you're talking <laughs> what you about when he talks about the wave um, on the other side, my, my other business uh, is Dreams Unlimited Travel and the Diz um, specializing in Disney vacations. And in the travel business, they call the first eh, three to four months of the year the wave because um, when we look at our when we look at our reports, uh, you know, November, December is really low, and then January, February, and March, the numbers go up really high, and it gets very busy. So they call that the wave. You kind of get inundated, and where it's happening right now with uh, with dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when he talks about this, so this is something similar. They're going. It is. Is it the same time of year in the beginning of the year? Roughly around the same time. It usually starts at the end of January, beginning of February. It gets like busier for real estate and it goes all the way up until, you know, May ish timeframe. So I think it's roughly sort of matches the dates with, uh. Yeah, um, we go from January to April ish. Um, so you're talking about February to May. So yeah, yeah. So it's close, (laughs) but, um, so it's, it's very similar with real estate. This is when things kind of get a little bit busier. Um, and for new builds, a lot of the communities I'm starting to notice, a lot of them are switching over to the spec homes. Mm -hmm. Canyons, the Highland Ranch is the perfect example. That's why they are doing it because they saw what happened last year and they're kind of preparing themselves for that where they know there's going to be a lot of people coming down here looking to purchase new homes, but they don't have the time to wait for 10 to 12 months Mm -hmm. for it to be completed. And that's exactly what's coming down to. So tell me then, what's the difference when you purchase a to-be-built home versus a spec home? Yeah. Um, Like, what's the time? How much time are you saving? It depends on how far along the spec home is, but you can save. So to-be-built, you look at anywhere between 9 to 12 months, depending on the builder um, and depending on how far along the community itself is. Um, for a speculment inventory home, it could be already done and completed all the way up to, you know, maybe six, seven months because they, the, the very best thing about, uh, the inventory and spec homes, they've already submitted it to permitting and that knocks off three, four months, like off, off the top right away. So you're looking at, again, saving 
at least minimal, you're saving at least three, four months build time. Uh, best case scenario, you know, it might be ready next month. You might be able to close within 30 days on the new build. Yeah. Uh, I have somebody that I'm, I have that now with, we went under contract in November for a spec home and the close date is January 27th. So, I mean, it's literally less than two months. And when we went to go see the house, everything was already in like cabinets and counters and floors and all that kind of stuff. I, mean, I think the, not all the floors were in, but that's kind of what we're waiting on is, is that. So, I mean, you can get them really, really far up far in. So I think that's what's convenient with these is you can pick because so many people now are coming saying we want to start our kids in school next year. So they're prepping for August, September timeframe. They need to sell their house where they are and then they need to like move on. But at least they already know we're getting something and the builder's more flexible because if you're buying like a resale home, the seller wants their money. They want to go like they, it needs to happen fast. Whereas with, uh, if you're buying directly from a builder, they're going to be more flexible with you on, Hey, we, this is what we're doing. We're selling our house wherever we are. And then we need a spec home to build. So they may say, Hey, you know what? Like we need you to list your home and sell it first or get it under contract at least. And then we can work from there, but we have a spec home that closes in May. So that's going to give you three months to get your house listed and sold. And then we'll close in May on your new one. So it gives you time to prep because you know, this is about when we're going to close. This is what I'm, this is what I have to pay. So like, uh, Highlands at Canyon. Highland Ranch at Canyons. Yeah. So like, that's a good example. That's one where like lot premiums are what? Like 70 K sometimes yes. plus mm-hmm. like 70,000 plus dollars. When you buy a spec home or an inventory home, normally I've never seen it where it wasn't. The price is the price. Like if they say the price is 500,000, the price is 500,000. There's not a, most of the time there's not a bid war unless they open that up to that, which most most communities don't. I know Dr. Horton does on some of theirs, but like there, it's just if you want this house, it is this price. You pay this price. There's no bid war. It will be done in May. Buy the house. That's it. So for someone like me, where instant gratification takes too long, um, if I wanted a new build, this would be my way. Yeah, of I'm, going. Of course. Um, and again, like I said, there's pros and cons to going both ways. Um, but the biggest thing, I mean, really, the honestly, the biggest con for me is just you won't be able to select your exact upgrade, your design options most of the time of what you want. A lot of times the designs are already selected. The structural upgrades are definitely selected. So it, as long as you're okay with whatever upgrade, and, and they'll tell you, of course, you're not going to buy a home without, you know, knowing what upgrades are included with that home. Um, but as long as you're okay with what upgrades were selected, for that specific home, what colors and everything checks off all those boxes you're looking for, then yeah, that's 100% a better way to go. Um, in my opinion, it's faster. A lot of times you don't have to be on the wait list for inventory homes. Um, so it's just a faster way of getting things done. And is there is there a price benefit? There is. Um, so I noticed that the lot premiums kind of come off a little bit lower whenever it's included with the price of the spec homes. And the reason for that is because they're trying to sell that like right away. Um, they, they want to get down the contract. They know that they've already selected the upgrades. So they're, so there's usually some, uh, and sometimes they'll draw in, uh, some incentives too, some extra incentives. I've noticed they do. Um, not all the time. Sometimes they'll be like, all right, well, we'll just keep the same incentives as our to be built. But I have seen, especially the homes that are getting closer to completion. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones they want to get rid of faster because, you know, it's getting closer to completion. So they would love to have that close you know, relatively around the same time it completes. 
So those incentives tend to be better. You might see them throwing an additional 2500 towards your design studios. One of the biggest things I see mm-hmm. thrown that way. Um, so there, there are some benefits in terms of price. Um, now, there are some cons to, to it, too. Um, most cases with the spec homes, because they're so far along, you probably won't be able to do a pre-drywall um, inspection. Um, that's pretty much out for the most in no, you cases. can't do that with a you can't do that with a resale home either. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, in terms of versus you know to be built, like you won't be able to do the pre drywall. Whereas if you do it to be built, you can do the pre drywall. Um, you can still do a post drywall um, inspection. You can still do uh, a post closing inspection, which I usually recommend like eight months down the road for warranty purposes. Um, but for the most part, that's that's really only the cons I can think of when it comes to going inventory spec versus to be built. And I will say, like, the price is not less because there's some, it's inferior or there's something wrong or anything like that. The price is less because if you're a builder and you have, let's say you have three lots that no one bought and let's say they're not, and maybe they just weren't the lot people chose. They weren't as a desirable, they weren't whatever it was. Um, so now they've picked this spec home, they're building it, they're putting it up. The builder wants to move on. They want to move on to maybe start a new phase. And that doesn't mean that the next phase is just going to be the next road. It may be on the other side of the community. It may be at the back. We don't know. So they want to move on to do other things. So that's why they'll go ahead and start building these spec or inventory homes. And the other part of it is a appraisals they want to make sure that they can sell that home because if all the surrounding homes sold for four hundred thousand and then later they got to come back and they just leave the lot open then they come back say two years from now and they're done with their other phases and then they want to sell these somebody's like hey i'll buy that individual lot probably isn't going to appraise at that point because they're not building homes for 400,000 anymore. They're building homes for 600,000. So now they put a $600,000 house in the spot next to all these $400,000 houses. And now you get into an appraisal issue. So that's why they want to stagger this out in the correct order. Um, but I know recently, like, cause Ruben and his fiance have been looking to purchase a home and they want a new build, which makes sense. Um, but, uh, they, you guys found a house that you liked, but they, the model home and it's a spec home, but the model house had three bedrooms and then the upstairs was a loft. But this time they had converted, it was three bedrooms downstairs and they made the upstairs a fourth bedroom. And that like, wasn't what you wanted. Yeah. If you want to like talk like that's kind of how that is. Yeah. And I think that's the reason why I feel like I've kind of dived into new builds for my clients a lot too. Like, you know, that's kind of like my focus point a lot. Um, because like I personally am also buying a new build. That's what I want. I want it. Uh, we're looking to buy a new build within the next month or two. We want to go on their contract actually. Um, and honestly, like, like, like Sean says, that's something that you run into with, you know, spec homes. Um, they select the upgrades and they might make decisions that you might not be happy with. And you have to either be okay with that or you have to keep looking for a different one. Um, because that was the situation. I found the perfect home. Absolutely loved it. And then they turned that loft into a bedroom and got rid of that open space and. You know, it's just me and my fiance. We don't need four bedrooms. We'd rather have that loft. So, <laughs> yeah. And sometimes you do have to pay for those things. So, like, just literally today, I was at a, a final walkthrough for a new build that I have, and it was a spec home that somebody's buying in uh, the Waterlay community. And they, uh, the, the builder, of course, picked the upgrades. The builder 
it was fifteen hundred extra dollars for them to get their ceilings painted white, whereas otherwise the free option was have the ceilings painted the same color as the walls, which is like a, a neutral gray color. Um, and of course, they had to pay that fifteen hundred dollars because that it was built in the price, but that was part of the price. And then they also got eight foot doors in the house, which most people love eight foot doors, yeah. but for them, they were saying they're like. We don't need eight foot doors. Like we would have never paid for this upgrade. They they were understandable. They're like, okay, we get it. But like, they're they we were discussing how they wouldn't have picked a lot of some of the upgrades that were given to them, um, or like different countertop colors or whatever. But overall, they were super happy because you don't get to pick that stuff in a resale home anyway, and it eliminates the headache of like bid wars and will I get what I need and when will I put my house up because. I get a lot of clients from the Northeast and they're very worried about the timing of putting their house up for sale there, which makes sense because if it's January and they need to put their home for sale in Boston, it's snowing and people aren't going to be able to come and the, the landscaping's dead and all these things up in the Northeast that they have to contend with. So if you're in that situation, this is a good option so that you can wait, sell your house in the spring. Like everybody seems to want to there because it looks better and your cut, like potential buyers can actually commute and get to your open house can get to like, see your home because there's not snow everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Cool. Well, that's, that's thank you. <laughs> that's it's great. Like, I'm in the process of the very, very early stages of looking for a house. So you've given me something to think about. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a really good. Op- I mean, because that's that's the option I'm leaning towards right now. Because I don't, I don't want to wait 10, 12 months to move into my home. I'd rather find something that's completed in summer and get into it by June, July. So that's the plan. I am still looking, so we'll see how that how that turns out. But that's the plan as of right now. Get a spec home uh, that's completed by June, July. Oh, I do want to throw in too. I mean, a spec home that you technically can buy is the model. So if yeah. you feel so inclined and you just love the model home, you can buy it. And when you buy the model, it comes with the furniture. It comes with every single thing you see in the model. Everything stays as is and it's yours um, in exactly the condition that it's in. It's not going to appraise like just so you're mm-hmm. aware, like most people have to pay cash for the model because when they sell it, they're not done with building the whole neighborhood. So eventually things will get to that point where it could have appraised, but they'll sell that model house, you know, midway through the whole build cycle of the community and they're going to lease it back from you. So you will, you, they will purchase it from you and then they will lease back the home as long as they need to, to keep it as a model. So if you want them paying your bill for a while, could be a couple years, you can't move in the house yet, but you do own it and they will be, retroactively paying your debts and the HOA bill and that kind of stuff. They pay the taxes. They do all that stuff. Yeah. I think on average it's like six, 7% of the sales price per year is Mm -hmm. what they rent it out for. Yeah. 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 They rent it back for that. Thank you, Ruben. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed it. That will do it for this week's episode of the moving to Orlando show. We'll see you again next week. Have a great one.